Larry Weber is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac. This is Larry. He's on the line today, as always. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. I hope you hear me okay. Right now, it's loud and clear. I uh, understand you're a little bit snowbound, as I suppose many people are. Yes, uh, we have been more fortunate than some. We've been snowbound and uh, uh, couldn't get out of the garage because trees falling and the driveway, same thing. Uh, But we did get plowed, and now we're at least able to get out, and we still have electric power, and there's a lot of places that don't. But uh, I noticed you made a reference to your pledge drive. Uh, that's all we need on a, after a snowstorm like this is another exciting thing going on, and that's the pledge drive. I'm not going to say a lot to the pledge drive, but I will say this. I have really appreciated the fact that I've been part of this whole scene for now going on 30 years. And, right back uh, at you, Larry. It's great to have you. Nobody has terminated my uh, contract yet. <laughs> Nobody has cut my salary. And so I, that's, I'm fortunate for that. So anyway, I've been sick and I've been snowbound, but I can pass on a few things. According to the uh, Weather Service, we had five days in a row up to and including this morning. Now, this morning at my house, we had... 26 degrees, which in mid-December is certainly not cold, but it was the coldest day of the week. And of the five days, going all the way up to the 15th, there there has not been a change of temperature of more than two degrees that whole time. And that sticking in at that same temperature, and then the snow falling, the snow falling at that temperature is very wet. And wet snow, as anybody who's done some shoveling can tell you, wet snow is very heavy. And the wet snow falling on the tree branches has brought about some works of art that have been just incredible. Uh, how they have bent over so much. I have a uh, birch in my yard that has a diameter of 8 to 10 inches. That birch has been there for more than 30 years. And it was not until yesterday that it was bent over all the way to touching the ground. It did not break. I think it's going to survive. But for the time being, the top branches are still stuck in the snow on the ground. And, uh, wow, what a surprise that was to see that yesterday morning. My yard is also littered with branches of pines, and I carried away a bunch of them yesterday but there's many more still there. We are able to move around, and like I say, uh, I said snowbound, and yes, we are snowbound, but it's nothing life-threatening or anything like that. And it's actually, if you can get through a few difficulties, it's actually quite enjoyable. One of the uh, things I mentioned last week is that uh, this is the time of Christmas bird counts, and the Christmas bird count for Duluth, now you may have a listener call in and tell you, but I think the Christmas bird count for Duluth is tomorrow. And uh, when we do Christmas bird counts, and whether there's a snowstorm or what, they usually go on on schedule, uh, we, uh, we note the fact that the birds are responding to that, and we may end up seeing something that we don't normally see. Well, I had it happen this week. I had, uh, during the snowstorm, a flock of um, goldfinches showed up at the bird feeder. Now, I had seen a couple goldfinches way back in early November, 
but this was the first one in more than a month, and it's interesting to see if they will last. And as I said last week, this could be the winter of goldfinches. So we will see. And the Christmas bird counts, that's one of the things they do to let us know what we can look forward to. Other things of note, I mentioned last time how I love, in winter, I love being able to do animal tracking. You know, you get out and take a look, and you see these tracks of these critters, and they tell you what has been going on. And many times they have been doing their movement at night, and many times we never see them. But thanks to the tracks, we still know that they are present. And uh, I just love it. Well, when you get this amount of snow, (laughs) it's a little bit hard. Uh, Critters have slowed down a bit, and they kind of sit it out. They get hungry after a while, and they start moving around. And one of the things I have uh, remembered from a similar storm that we got back in early December of 2019 uh, one of the things I remember from that, it was the deer that pretty much opened up the trails so that other critters started seeing walking on them. And I, I think that we're going to see that same thing again. I did see two uh, interesting sites, tracks of note, uh, before the big snow started. Number one was uh, skunk. Skunks don't really hibernate, but they do sleep through the coldest. And uh When we had cold earlier, this skunk was apparently sleeping, but it was moving around, and I smelled the odor, and going down the road a little further up, there was the fresh tracks of the skunk. Uh, I'm sure now that with all this snow, it's kind of buried somewhere again. The other one was kind of a curiosity and perhaps even a tragedy. I was uh, going through the woods on a trail that separates a swamp on one side and a lake on the other side, and right there going across the trail was tracks of a muskrat, and the muskrat had come from the swamp. It had come up, gone across the trail, gone through the woods, gone down to the lake on the other side, and then turned around and went back. And uh, anyway, like I said, that could be a tragedy. Muskrats are aquatic animals. They spend the winter in their lodges under the ice, and they have a pretty tough winter. They have to go out and search for food. Beavers spend the winter in a similar situation, except beavers make a cache, and they have their food already stored. Muskrats don't do that. They have to go out and search. Well, anyway, this one apparently either couldn't find food or had a problem with its wintering site, so decided to go leave and explore to find another place. And from what I had looked at and following the tracks, it was not successful. It went across to the lake. It searched around at a couple of sites. It needs to get down below the ice if it's going to survive winter. It couldn't find anything as such and turned around and went back to the swamp. Now, I don't know the outcome of it, but uh, an interesting story that was told there in the snow. Um, Other things of note, virtually everything that's going to be talked about now for people for quite a while is going to be that of the snowfall. Uh, But here's a statistic to keep in mind. The amount of snow that has fallen so far in December of 2022, the amount of snow so far, according to the Weather Service, is about 30 inches. Now, this compares to the snowiest December ever on record, which was 44. Or to put it in different words, we are more than halfway beyond the record-setting 
December. So I don't know. What do you think? Should we go for it? So we'll we'll see. I think if we yeah. took a community poll on that one, based on the the, yeah, the shoveling might, that people you, have been doing, <laughs> you might ask. You might ask. Should we go for it? <laughs> uh, well, like I said, this is uh, if, if the snow were a typical December snow, which is dry and powdery, I, I don't think we'd have as much of an issue. But this wet stuff has really made a difference. And I think it really lets us know that snow is not just snow, that there's a lot of variations to it. And, uh, yeah, you, we learn to live with it, don't, don't we? Anyway, take care, and thank you, even though I was a bit limited this week. Take care. It's A-OK. Get better soon, Larry. Thanks a lot. That is Larry Weber. Larry's an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac.